The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Thursday. Max, what's going on? Hey man, happy Thursday. Uh, I don't know about you. Like in Discord, like I uh, see this fucking like little rocket ship that keeps sparkling, and it's fucking bothering me. Do you, you see? You see what I'm talking about in the chat? There's like a fucking rocket ship that's sparkling. No, you at don't the see bottom? it. Yeah, at the bottom, yeah, it fucking yeah, yeah. bothers the shit out of me. It's like, why are you sparkling? I don't fucking care. I don't want to click on you. I refuse to click on you. It's waiting for me to click on it. Then maybe it'll stop sparkling. But I'm not gonna click on it. Happy Thursday. What's up, Panther? Uh, you know, you ever go to a, like a, a concert or a sporting event? It's supposed to start at a certain time, but it's almost like they intentionally delay it um, because maybe they want more butts in the seat. Like, I, the guys were here. Like, the fans were here waiting for the main attraction to show up, and now he's here, and, you know, we can get the party started. I appreciate, one, you called me the main attraction because that's it, right? I mean, uh, you guys are welcome to start the show without me. I would love to see what happens if it's just the two of you guys without me in the intro. I would love to see what happens. So feel free if I'm late to start with. Oh, it'll be over. In 13 minutes, it'd be over. Like if we're missing 80%, we'd already been done. If we're talking about you in one minute, it'd be over. Hey, I I never promised you a a rose garden, man. I'm just, I'm just here to do my job and get get out. Did we say? Yeah. <laughs> no, nothing. Arch. I, I, listen, I insult the man, and he doesn't even get the insult. Oh, just, I get it. He just lets it roll. Yeah, <laughs> I just let it go. I don't give you. I just don't give you the dignity of relishing in insulting me. Fuck you, Max. He still does. Well, fuck He's... you. No, fuck you. You yeah, listen. I, like I gave you so much fucking notice that I'm gonna be late. I'm gonna be late tomorrow. Like, what the fuck? Like, just do the show without me. Then I don't fucking care. No, we're waiting on the main attraction. Okay, then don't complain. I, I, then don't complain. I wasn't complaining. I wasn't complaining. I was celebrating you, Max. God damn, those your your boss and client just pissed you off. Why don't you just give us something to talk about? Okay. I got nothing. Heard, Bonnie, what do you got? We heard Bonnie Ray. You want to give him something to talk about? Was that Bonnie Ray? Yeah, I think it was. Is that Bonnie Ray? Might be. It doesn't matter. 
You know, Panthers have been here longer than Sean McVay is going to be with the Rams. <laughs> oh, Christ. Yeah. You know, listen, I, I, you know, like I messaged you guys about this earlier and it just it does seem like the writing's on the wall that McVay is going to fucking bounce. Um, he's he's basically told all of his coaches interview anywhere you want. I'm not going to stop. You just go go find interviews. A couple of coaches have left. Some went back to college. Uh, yeah, they take lateral moves in college. What the fuck? I, I don't know. Um, but anyway, it's like there's a lot of guys just fucking bouncing. And, uh, you know, again, like Sean Payton's out there fucking interviewing everywhere. But he said early on he would love one of the L.A. jobs. So if McVay's gone, I, I think I think I think Payton's not going to make any fucking uh, you know, rush decisions here. I think he's going to wait to see if that uh, Rams job opens up because I think he want he wants to be either Rams or Chargers uh, head coach. Well, the Rams. I would say of all the jobs that are open, if the Rams became available, I think it becomes the most desirable job. Like, if you're a head coach, really? do you really want any of these jobs? I, I okay, so fair point. You probably probably is out of the the ones that are open it probably is the most desirable job but is it a desirable job i guess that's, is that the, you know there's i guess you're, you're saying like it's the least worst of the fucking jobs right yes, yes. you know if you're ranking them you'd say um uh colts worst no texans texans no colts Ooh man uh one of those two I would, worst i would take i would take either one of those jobs over arizona or denver <sighs> Tough in the quarterback situation there. At least with 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 uh, Houston and, and Indy, I guess you get a new quarterback or whatever. Uh, I, I don't hate the Carolina job, uh, honestly, and I think that's the one that fucking Harbaugh is most enamored with. I know Harbaugh interviewed for for Denver, but I think he's most enamored with with uh, Carolina. I don't hate the Carolina job. I really don't. Um, they've got some good defensive pieces. I like Sam Darnold as as a as a quarterback uh, potential. He's a, bridge, um, he's a bridge quarterback, right? You think Sam Darnold's a bridge quarterback, or do you think that he could be yes. fixed? Oh, he's a bridge quarterback. Oh, no, he's a bridge quarterback. Hmm. Interesting. Um, I I don't know if I 100 percent agree with that. I I think he could be fixed. Like I saw I you know again I'm I'm out there caping for fucking Danny Dimes yesterday and then you guys fucking taking uh, shots at me. Uh, I I think uh, I think he could be fixed too. So I think in the right situation, you get the right coaches and stuff like that. I I, I think Darnold has more talent than a lot of these other younger quarterbacks out there. Like, I mean, if we, if we're ranking all these fuckers, like, I mean, I put Darnold above Mac Jones. I, I, I'm, I'm, I might even put Darnold over to it. You, you take Sam Darnold, you put him on the fucking Miami dolphins. They, you know, they're winning those games. I think so. Uh, Darnold's got a better arm than Tua. Uh, He can actually hit fucking Tyreek in stride. I'm saying, <laughs> you know, he's never had a Tyreek. He's never had anything. He's a fucking poor Sam got fucking Darnold. And I mean, one of his issues is injuries, though. So I worry about Sam Darnold injuries. He's not a very, um, you know, uh, reliable guy. Right. You know, he's, he's always going to miss those those injuries, uh, those Sam games. Darnold. Young. He's young as shit. He, had, he was drafted, what, five years ago? He's, he's got to be what? I don't know. Twenty seven, twenty eight max. Oh, he's only 25, right? Seven, Holy shit, like 25? That, yeah. <laughs> there you go. I, uh, okay, I may I, reverse my position. If he's only 25, yeah, you may be able to fix him. 
I mean, fucking Geno Smith, just, uh, how, 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 he's 32, something like that, right? I mean, Geno Smith just fucking uh, broke the Seattle fucking season single record, Arch. Like, Russell Wilson was a quarterback there for how many years? And in one year, Geno Smith comes in and says, Russell, get out of the fucking, uh, get, you're out of this book. I'm number one now. It is funny, but it did take some time. <laughs> so what's the takeaway from this? Uh so McVeigh and the Rams try a completely unique style of uh, of building up a team, trading away all the draft picks that they can for for proven commodities. And now, when it looks like you need it, you need to uh, build the team back up a bit. You need some picks to kind of bolster the team. He's feeling stressed out and doesn't want to deal with it anymore, so he's leaving. Is that I mean, right? uh, it's the millennial way. Right. Break it and run away. <laughs> yeah. That's, oh, well, I, I got my championship. I can retire now. There you go. I got my one fucking, you know, fucking new. Someone posted it. I think it was Lord. You know, Bill Belichick out there at 71 trying to rebuild a fucking championship team. <laughs> you know, the fucking boomer way is like, I'll fucking die to get another championship out here. <laughs> Rams have one second round, one third round, two, uh, three sixth rounds and a seventh round pick coming up. Uh, listen, man, they draft well. I, I got to say that. Like the the Rams are a really good fucking team at drafting. I think Seattle. Seattle's another team that, that continues to fucking bring in uh, draft picks. So lucky them that they get you know an extra first round pick next year and the year after and a couple second round picks too. I don't I don't know how that happened, but uh, the Rams are good at drafting. I think they find value in the later rounds. So I'm I'm not I'm not incredibly worried about that. I'm worried about the quarterback situation. I mean, uh, you know, Stafford is old, getting older, injured. Um, says that he wants to come back next year. Um, you know that means we probably have to cut ties with Baker Mayfield. We can't afford to have Baker Mayfield as a backup. Some team's going to want to give him another shot after saying, "Ah, well, Matt Rule fucked him over. Ah, the Cleveland Browns fucked him over. The Ram, he looked good on the Rams. Let's give him a shot." So Baker's probably going to bounce. Um, I don't know. Pause point here. Did you guys see that Trubisky is is lamenting leaving Buffalo? <laughs> I wonder why. I wonder why Trubisky. I wonder why you're sad about leaving Buffalo now. <laughs> Got bench, you got benched in fucking Pittsburgh, and you're, you're crying that you're not going to have a chance on a championship. So, uh, listen, I, I I I agree with Panther. I think the Rams' job is the least worst of the bunch, but I I'm a little upset with McVay. I really am. Like, I mean, you're right. It just it seems on the surface to be a bitch move. He if he would have went out last year on top, I would have been like, cool, fine. Listen, he he did what he wanted to do, and now he wants to move into his, his TV fucking part of his career. Young fucking you know. A guy that, that that can talk football and, and make a ton of money without, you know, the stress of being a coach. But to do it this season after facing adversity fucking seems like a bitch move to me. It feels like he licked his finger, put it up in the air, felt the wind and thought, ah, this is just too much. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> well, like the writing's on the wall, like maybe he can go into a rebuilding project, but this isn't one that's going to be done in a year. There's there's a lot of moves that need to be made. And if Stafford comes back. And now you're even handcuffing your quarterback position because you got your championship, but he's not a long-term solution. I mean, how many years does Stafford have left? I, I wouldn't think more than a couple or three. Uh, I, I, it does feel like a bitch move. Like, I got my championship. We sold the farm to get it, and we're not rebuilding this in the next two or three years. I'll check out and then uh, check back in with a team that needs a coach in a couple of years. Stafford's going to be 35 by kickoff next season. I don't know that he has two years two. left. Two. Maybe, maybe. 
I mean, he's he, he, I, I don't think he's got the longevity of Rodgers. I don't think he's got the longevity of uh, Brady. You know, he's 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 not, not going to be out there for too much longer. I, I really don't think so. Um, you know, and, and even like, even if he is, do you want him to be? What we just saw from Matt Ryan. Do you want to see Philip Rivers in the last season? Do you want to see Ben Roethlisberger in the last couple of seasons that he fucking played? I mean, do you really do you want you want to see that Stafford? Because uh, I don't. I, I fucking certainly don't. And I'm I'm I admit I'm I'm a little bit uh, enamored with the idea of Baker Mayfield as a quarterback or Davis Mills as a quarterback. Um, one of those guys. One of those guys would be fine to me. You know, you know if Davis Mills wanted to leave and and. You know, come to LA where it's yeah, it's nice and sunny. I heard Max I mean, say, "Can you imagine what Davis Mills would do with this Kansas City Chiefs offense?" I don't know. Yeah, you know, listen. I mean, imagine what he would do with that Kansas City Chiefs offense. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, I I don't know how much Stafford should have left in the tank. Yeah, not just how much he does, but how much he should. Like, yeah, how about you go out where you're still possibly a fringe fucking Hall of Fame quarterback. You play a couple more seasons and people see you in that fucking shitty capacity. It's like, eh, you know, we thought he was a Hall of Famer, but eh, not really. Because that's what I, that's why I look at Matt Ryan. Like Matt, yeah, you know, I mean Matt Ryan. We debated whether he's a fucking Hall of Fame quarterback or not. Uh, but this season's like, nah, he's not. <laughs> he's, he's not. Fuck that guy. I don't want. The, I don't want the last image of fucking Stafford. You know, being this broken down fucking shell of his former self, you know, again, I would, I would have been absolutely happy last year. I, I hate to say it. If, if fucking McVeigh, Stafford and fucking uh, Aaron Donald just fucking walked off into the sunset last year, would have been fine. I would have, you know, like, arm arms, got a condo together. Just live on the beach. It. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, buddy comedy style. You got a fucking sitcom or, you know, like one of those reality shows where it's the three of them retired and, you Bringing know, Mills, yeah. <laughs> then the record would have been more explainable. <laughs> yeah, it would have been. Yeah, it seems it seems like they all retired this year. Well, Donald missed half the season. Uh, Stafford missed almost all the season. So, I mean, McVeigh's probably like, man, couldn't have I got injured? <laughs> yeah, I miss half the could, you know, could I, 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 oh man, I, I, I'm not feeling well. Uh, I gotta, you know, fucking just leave for the season and see. Yeah, not good. Uh, what about the other coaching situations though? Because I mean, there's there's quite a few other coaching scenarios that are out there, and it seems like. Um, you know, uh, people keeping track of of who's interviewing, who's doing what. Um, you know, which black co- coaches are being checked off the mark so they can, you know, uh, get through the Rooney Rule and then hire the coach they actually want. Uh, Jim Caldwell, poor guy, he's probably interviewing everywhere. It seems. Uh, does he have a fucking chance? And uh, oh. Jim Caldwell, no. Oh. Yeah. That's so why he's on the list? I'm I'm seeing that list. I'm like, why is Caldwell on this list? If it's for the Rooney Rule, it just goes to support my my you know, assertion how stupid this rule is. It's not fair to the coach. It's not fair. It's, it's just dumb. If a coach is good, Mike Tomlin, for fuck's sake, color don't matter. I'm, these guys are going to hire him. I, I just, I hate that fucking rule. Um, but to further what you, you thought, I don't like Jim Harbaugh to Carolina because I, I think Wilkes deserves that job. Mm-hmm. And I'm hearing rumors now, Harbaugh wants to be interviewed in Indianapolis. He wants the Colts job. Hmm. Interesting. You know, just, just touch on the Rooney rule real quick is, you know, I, I'm not saying that I agree with you. I'm not saying I disagree with you, but I look at it this way. If the rule didn't exist, the best way to fucking do it is is just, I mean, and if if, if, if NFL really supports wanting uh, black and minority coaches in there is if they got rid of the Rooney rule, what they do is like they plaster 
like announce, hey, here's who the coaches that Denver interviewed. Do you notice that there was not a single black or minority? Hmm, I wonder. Like, just fucking embarrass, shame the fuck out of them then. You know, I just, just that, that's what you do. You put pressure on it to go. I wonder what fucking uh, racist is running that team. You know, just fucking, that's how you fucking counterbalance that. If you get rid of the rule, just at least fucking make it public who they're interviewing, which I like this list. I, I, I kind of like that you're seeing here. Um, that you know who, who's being interviewed and for, and for what and um anyway i digress back back to this i, I agree with you I'd, I'd love to see uh uh wilkes back in in carolina i think he has earned another shot and basaccia style right um right. you know for for uh, uh harbaugh in in, in uh, the colts i mean fascinating i guess um maybe they would actually draft a quarterback as opposed to bringing in an aged quarterback would that be the thing because he, he wouldn't he'd, he'd want like a young quarterback to like mentor and, and develop right i would think so yeah yeah they should want that regardless of who the coach is they should want that this this circus of 40 year olds has not worked oh mm-hmm. no no i agree you either have that young quarterback in place or your general manager needs to have a plan about how we're going to get that young quarterback in place <laughs> That's your two options. Uh, yeah, 40-year-old quarterbacks. In. And good news is, though, no, we're talking about the room. But I did check. No one's requesting the interview with the enemy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yet. Right. No yet, requesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the word <laughs> is out. Yeah, listen, I mean, uh, he, I think he's done enough interviews to, you know, know that he's a moron. <laughs> right? I mean... I, I, I'm being kind to like, yeah. really, you know, you, you have to go into an interview with a fucking plan of what, what you see for the future. And, and, you know, it seems like his plan is like Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Right. Patrick Mahomes <laughs> yells at me on the, on, on the, on the headset, like call player. I fucking will. <laughs> so it's a bad interview process there. What's yeah. your plan for the future? Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> well, we can't get Patrick Mahomes. Oh, Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Anything standing out for you here, though? I mean, uh, is is there you know anything interesting that you're seeing here? I mean, um, Raheem Morris, as I mentioned, you know, Rams uh, defensive coordinator. He, he's he's got some head coaching uh, experience before, right? He was in Tampa Bay, I Tampa believe. Tampa Bay, yeah. Morris. Yep. Um, Flores got Dan an Quinn. Flores got an interview. Oh yeah, for for uh, the defensive uh, defensive coordinator, I believe, right? They have an yes, open defense, defensive coordinator, DC, yeah. which you know, okay, you got to start. Yeah, back yeah, yeah. Right. I, I mean, I think it's a good uh, move for him, even though, you know, being being on that Pittsburgh staff, I feel might be good for Flores. You know, I think uh, from a uh, potential um, future standpoint of listen, I, you know, uh, it, it floors me. Right. I mean, um, floors, floors me, uh, floors is me. Uh, fucking how many head coaches has Pittsburgh Steelers had since 1969? Uh Four? Four. Three. Three, damn it. Three. Three since 1969. And the fucking uh, the Texans here are on number four in the last fucking four years. Steelers never you fired know, a head coach either. Never fired a head coach. So my point being is maybe Flores becomes the heir apparent there in, in Pittsburgh. If he sticks around, if he, if, he, if he guts it out, maybe he can become the guy that, that Tomlin mentors and coaches and, and develops into a guy that can take over. For it's him. not going to be Matt Canada. No, no, no. I think they're, they're already talking about Matt Canada fucking being out of there. Right. I mean, well, they need to talk oh, about Matt Canada yeah. being out of there. 
It should have. That should have been one of the first firings. <laughs> <laughs> well, you saw Lafleur got fired out of uh, New, New York, right? Uh, he, he's out of the Jets, so Lafleur's looking for a job. Maybe he'll go, go work with the other Lafleur. Are they they're brothers, right? I think they're both brothers. You the, would think with a name like Lafleur in the NFL, that there have to be a relationship, right? I think so, brothers or something like that. So nothing else other than the fact that Sean Payton is just trying to interview everywhere. It's like fucking uh, shotgun. He's just gonna fucking talk everywhere, right? Just gonna are we su- good. Uh, are we surprised with all these openings that the Washington job isn't one of them? Is there a chance it becomes one, or is Rivera safe? He survived the firing. It's a weird gray area, right? Because the pres- the presumption is that Snyder's out. It's going to be a new owner next year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, if you scroll on this list, uh, Washington has, I believe, an opening for offensive coordinator. I think that's uh, right there. So they got rid of Scott Turner. Um, so it does seem like Rivera survived at least another year. So it does, it does seem like, you know, maybe the new owner does come in and fucking like clears house, but the fact that he's moving away from his offense coordinator means seems on the surface that he's, he's at least keeping his job under this regime. Who knows? Who knows what happens once that team gets sold though? Um, and I did confirm uh, Matt and Mike LaFleur are brothers. They are brothers. Oh, good. So yeah. Yeah. Um, nepotism so i'm sure he'll get hired over there in green bay uh sorry hackett you're gonna be out of a job one more year it seems yeah <laughs> thank you nep- nepotism um yeah it's it, it certainly the panthers it, it seems like right now the chopping block has uh you know rivera has survived that i don't know why i'm numb i'm numb to that well i guess we'll, <laughs> we'll take a, i guess we'll take another eight and nine season miss the playoffs and see what they do i guess so uh, all right, I don't know what time we started. I think we're probably at the halfway point, right? Oh, halfway point for going 40 minutes. Okay, well, then let's fucking stop. Uh, enough shenanigans here. Let's, because uh, we have so many fucking games to bet on in the second half, too. Like, so I'm glad that we went long in the first half. Uh, have fun fucking putting a commercial break somewhere. But we'll try right here when we talk about the book club. Book club is a private Discord server where we talk sports betting and sports and all this fun stuff. You can get access to it by going to thedgens.net or everyonehateswins.com. You can sign up now for three free days. After that, it's only $25 a month. Get in soon because it's about to be flooded with NASCAR. It's flooded with darts right now, and you'll have darts and NASCAR and eventually baseball and, and you know, just because hey, maybe you make some money if you book it to the book club. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. 
Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Uh, we turned a slight, slight profit in dark today. Okay. Yeah. Uh, NBA, what have we got? That game right there. That, that, that game exactly right there is the one I want to talk about. Um, and uh, yeah, listen, you know, um, OKC, they haven't played bad recently. In fact, they've been pretty good as of late. Uh, so I was surprised to see them as a double-digit dog to the Sixers here. I was incredibly surprised to see that number. Uh, and then I was equally surprised uh, after I ran my numbers to say um, they should be a double-digit dog to the Sixers. Uh, Philly, an impressive 17-6 at home this season, uh, even when Embiid was injured for a bit, or I don't know if he COVID or whatever the fuck it was. When Embiid missed some time, they managed to hold the fort. They won some games. Um you know they've got to be salivating right now. Kevin Durant is injured for the Nets, and, and now this is the chance for Philly to move up in the standings, make a move in the East, and um, I think they need to win the winnable games. This is a winnable game, and I think they cover it. So a $10 bet on Philly. I'm going to eat those points. It's definitely a winnable game, but I think that with Oklahoma City being healthy, with Shea Gilchrist Alexander and Josh Giddy both out there, um, they whether or not they keep it close, they might backdoor cover. They're going to lose, but what are we getting? I had nine and a half an hour ago. You, you, you can, if, if, you, if you want OKC, you can get ten and a half. I'm going to eat the ten. I'll take the ten and a half and uh, put ten bucks on the Thunder. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I want a piece of the Thunder and the ten and a half. I think I think they can keep it within you know, within that a little bit. So ten bucks on the Thunder with you. I'm just thinking of that Celtics game last night because, you know, uh, New Orleans kept it close for a bit and then oh, the Celtics yeah. ended up fucking blowing them out in the end. So I, I kind of see the same thing happening here. I, I agree with you guys. I think OKC can keep it close, but I think in the end it could just be that. Um, that is the only game I'm betting on, Panther. I think you got one more, right? I do have one more. Take a look at Dallas going to the Lakers. Uh, I took my stance a few days ago and said, fuck the Lakers, never betting on them again. So let's fade them. Not a big fan of the Mavericks on the road, and the line seems suspiciously low, but whatever. I, I never really avoid a trap anyway. Give me the Mavericks minus the three for 10 bucks. Yeah, you know, I'm in the same boat with you. It, it, my spreadsheet says bet Dallas, and I just, I didn't want to. Like, it, it's everything, well, it's just everything felt weird about this one, man. Like, I mean, I looked at it. Dallas is not a good team. Like, it's not, they're not a very good team. They're, you know, only a few games better than the Lakers in the scheme of things, like, uh, which is sad. Like Dallas, uh, I expected them to be a much better team, uh, especially on the road. It fucking kills them. Lakers, if LeBron plays, I think this could be highly fucking competitive. So I'll lean Dallas with you, but like, I don't fucking trust them. I don't trust them either, but I'm still going to bet them. At the minus uh, ooh, three, I guess, right now. Yeah, I'll take it. Give me a piece of Dallas, minus three for 10 bucks. 
that is the only other game I had. Arch, you got anything? Yeah, we're going to scroll up. Charlotte going to Toronto. I don't know how to say it. I'm just going to take mm. it. I'm just going to do mm. it. Give me, give me Toronto minus the seven and a half. Uh, Charlotte stinks. <laughs> yeah, they're terrible, man. I mean, other, you know, I, I, I you know, um, I had them. Uh, I didn't bet them, but I had them. You know, uh, possibly upsetting Milwaukee a few games back, and and that you know could be their uh, a monthly win, right? You know, the, that's that's their uh, the period for the month. They they they've got their win, and now it's done for another month. Um, yeah, listen, I I I think Charlotte in theory should be able to keep it close but man they suck but i don't i don't like toronto either man like they, we, we kind of discussed toronto the other day they just got no alpha they got no one that's gonna fucking put the you know foot on the throat and close it out um so maybe it's a backdoor cover type situation i'll lean charlotte here it's a tad bit too many points for me yeah i think i agree with you charlotte sucks but i never know what toronto team i'm getting i wouldn't be surprised if toronto lost this game i wouldn't be surprised if they won this game by 25 like it just Never know what Raptor team is going to show up. I'll lean the Raptors, but I, I just don't trust the team. Right. Uh, that's all I really wanted to talk about. I shipped more plays over for the mutual fund consideration, but that's all. Yeah, there's only a couple more. There's on what, two more games left? Or three. Three. Yeah. All right. So we're not going to talk Boston, Brooklyn? We're really going to avoid that one? Or can you keep the Band-Aid just fucking hidden? I, I shipped a Boston minus two and a half play. It's probably the smart play. I think, you know, it's probably the smart play. I mean, you know, without Durant, I mean, does, do the Nets have a chance? I know the Celtics just played last night, but I mean, did they really play? I mean, did they have, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you know, did they really have to play uh, that hard yesterday? Um, I, man, uh, you know, the, Celt- the Celtics, I mean, they went through that like weird spot uh, where they, they just did not look good for a couple games. You know, they, they like gave up 156 points in one fucking game and just got embarrassed out there. Um, and, and now that's just like, Oh yeah, forget about that. We're, we're playing good basketball. We decided to be, you know, Oh yeah, we want to win the championship this year and play good basketball. Um, the Nets, the Nets, I think they're in trouble. I mean, it's the fucking, the, you knew it was going to happen, right? You fucking knew it was going to happen because it's like, Oh, everything's going well for the Nets. Duran's healthy. Uh, Kyrie's happy. You know, everything's going well. You knew it was going to fucking fall apart because you know what? This fucking thing's been doomed since day one. This Brooklyn fucking shit has been doomed for years. So, you know, it's bound to fucking happen. One of these guys are going to fucking miss some time so uh now they're fucked i think uh panther do you think brooklyn has a chance of keeping close with the celtics tonight not without kd the, the thing that kind of surprised me was if durant's not playing the line i think should be a lot worse than what it is so um yeah i i think boston has shown themselves to be one of the few teams that i actually do trust but then they get a lot of times they get shitty lines this line just if durant's not playing it just seems a little off to me but i do like boston at home well, they're on the road. Oh, well, then maybe that's why they're. That's why the line. Yeah, yeah. There. That's that, that's why. It's but still, no Durant though. I like. What would you? What, I mean, what would what would you the line be if the Celtics were at home though? So you'd say it's it's uh, it's minus three eight right or nine. Now. Then at home it would be minus six. So you're saying without Durant, you're saying take another three or four off there. So yeah. minus yeah, minus probably. nine. I guess you're probably right. Maybe it's a little off. Uh, but they're playing in a back to back, so I guess it's it's maybe someone sits out for the Celtics. Maybe that's it. I still like them. I still think they can do it. I think it's good play, Arch. All right. Moral support. All right. On Hagi, um, lots of games. Lots of games, but only one that um, I kind of sort of want to bet on, and it's, it's, the, it's the last one on the board, I believe. Uh, Florida and Vegas. 
Uh, Panthers, you know, listen, man, they played a bit better as of late, but they still find themselves, uh, you know, uh, 9 13 and 1 on the road this year. They're in game four of their road trip right now. Vegas is a decent home team. You know, I mean, we've had the discussion about the, the Raiders at home, right? <laughs> you know, I, I, you know, and the complaints that fucking Mark Davis has had about the, you know, playing at home and it's not really a home game because it's tourists. And, you kind of get the same vibe from the Vegas Golden Knights. It's, it seems like they, you know, I don't know, like they don't really have a home fan base, if you will. It does get rowdy. It does get crazy in there, but it's just because it's all the fucking drunks that are stumbling in off the streets. Um, so they're an OK home team. And in general, they've just been an OK team. You got to remember this team, this fucking Vegas team started off so goddamn fucking hot. And uh, that's why they're still at the top of their division right now. They're, they're uh, riding off of this fucking uh, momentum that they had earlier in the season. But I don't think that momentum is completely gone. Uh, if you look at their PDO, uh, it's 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 on the lower side of the league. I think they're 22nd in PDO. I mean, you know, been unlucky uh, compared to some of these other teams. Their expected goals for their expected goals against both seem to indicate that they're about to turn a corner and that they'll score more goals and their goaltending will allow less goals. So if all that kind of comes together at, at a fucking certain point in time, I, I, you, you they're probably hoping playoff time that that comes <laughs> much like the fucking lightning a few years ago. Um I, I I think uh, Vegas is going to be able to you know capture that magic that they had earlier in the year, and I like them here tonight. Uh, Twelve dollar bet on the Golden Knights. Yeah, I think we're focusing a lot on some of the you know, differences and things that we're looking at with Vegas, but in this particular game, I don't think Vegas is the issue. This Florida team is a shell of who they were the last two or three years. Um, they're, they're beatable at home, and they're very beatable on the road, uh, giving up a ton of goals and not scoring a lot. I'm with you. I, minus 135 or thereabouts. I think there's a ton of value on the Golden Knights. So uh, we'll test the Panther curse and put 10 bucks oh, on Vegas. Boy. Sorry, Vegas. Yeah, yeah. I Well, listen, I mean, Bet Rivers, I think we get minus 124, so we're not even eating that much chalk Panther. So I think there's a couple of uh, nice. favorable lines on, on the board. I do. I have seen it getting worse at some books, though. So, I mean, if you're listening early, well, minus 124 is a pretty fucking good line. Uh, that's it for me and NHL. Panther, I believe you have one more. One more. Enough. Once again, we're going to talk about Dallas. This time the Stars staying in New York, taking on the Rangers. You know, they lost two out of their last three on the road. The one win was just the other night against the Islanders. Now they'll take on the Rangers. Uh, I, listen, I like the Rangers at home. Uh, they're playing okay. Dallas is just kind of regressed. They're not as good as they were on the road. I think this is a winnable game for the Rangers. So I'll just a little bit of a flyer, I guess. Ten bucks on the Rangers. I created a weird conundrum for myself uh, with, with this game because at the plus 112, I like Dallas. At the minus 120, I like the Rangers. <laughs> so, like, I really didn't know which side to fucking go on. I think it's a, it's a, it's a pretty close game. I'd probably lean uh, Dallas with the, with the plus 112. I do think that the implied probability value is on that side of it, even though I do have the Rangers, you know, sneaking out the win, of course. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll lean Dallas in, in that one. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's it should be a close one. It should be fun. That is all I've got for hockey. Is there yep. any value on the Islanders here? Uh, what I saw the Islanders even plus one hundred. I kind of like Minnesota in that game. Yeah, uh, yeah I kind of like uh, had Minnesota winning that one. Um, so that truth be told, though, guys, I mean, I'm, I'm I won't say I'm on a cold streak, but you know, I've uh, I haven't been doing as well this week as as weeks past. But that, that was kind of the story last week. I kind of limped through the week and then fucking made a whole bunch of money on the weekend <laughs> to be to be profitable last week. So I mean, maybe I'm hoping that that's the fucking case this this week. Then weekend, I'll I'll, I'll 
getting the fucking uh, black for this week, but um, yeah, I, I, I kind of yeah, like Minnesota there. And yeah, this game right here, Chicago all the way. That's yeah. One win since Saxy Maxi uh, played for them. So yeah, oh, Chicago <laughs> all the way plus, plus 270. I fucking love that play. Chicago at home. Um, yeah, Colorado's beatable. We, we've seen it. Like this is, it, it was like a fucking war of attrition with this team in the off season. Like everyone just fucking kept plucking like, players off this team what, what do you fucking expect like you know you win the stanley cup and you become a target and yeah well, let's take this guy take this guy and now you're seeing it. it's like man they're just they're not as good as they have been over the last few years and they've got the sexy maxi curse on them this might be the realest curse we've ever bestowed on it's terrible <laughs> well so that's it i guess all right any comments to speak of Oh, you know, I was late to the show. So Nardug saying I was on the phone with Davis Mills trying to become his agent. Yeah. Uh, I wish. I wish that guy should be fucking playing everywhere. Uh, Nardug saying with the right coach, he thinks Denver can salvage Wilson. Um, I mean, maybe. I worry about him in the locker room. I don't know if fucking if, if the locker room wants him in there. So. Nardog saying that, uh, yeah, what's going to happen is Harbaugh is going to come back to the Colts and in their true uh, 40-year-old fashion, they'll bring uh, Kaepernick back and then he'll be reunited with Kaepernick. They will Indian, Indianapolis will revolt. The fans will revolt. Rory has a question. Arch has an answer. Rory says, what kind of drugs do you do to cap NBA? And Arch, it says weed, shrooms, and some booze. I, I yeah, I'm pretty much making a mixture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all at the same time. Uh Gravestack saying stars rangers over the five and a half. I can get behind that. I think so. Yeah, it's funny too. Dallas for many years was that defensive team and now it's, it's their offense has actually been pretty fucking good this year. So I, I can get behind that. So that yeah, that's it. All right. Uh what do we talk about today? Uh NFL coaching vacancies. Talked about McVeigh quite a bit. What's he gonna do? You break a team, you uh, <laughs> kind of cripple their future, and you say, well, all right, I'm out. I'm done. My work here is finished. I'm going for TV. Talked about NBA and NHL, of course. That's it. That is it. Uh, you know, Panther is a, the man of many nicknames, but, um, you know, I've, I've, I've usually only gone by Mad Max or High Road Max. I don't really, uh, I don't need all these nicknames like Panther does, but um, I, I'm going to accept the nickname that Panther has bestowed upon me, the main attraction. The main event. That's me. Main event, Max. Uh, closing out the show, uh, what you can do is let us know what you think about our picture. Picks anyone's picks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute, no matter where you listen. Please, highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Uh, Panther, take us home. Main event says the, uh, the Las Vegas. That's that's my pick for the uh, DJ Parlay today. Vegas minus 120. Arch, what do you like? You know, honestly, I like the Raptors minus the seven. Toronto minus seven and a half. I always like you when Arch agrees with me, and Arch agreed with me in Oklahoma City, so we will take the Thunder plus 10 and a half. That'll be your parlay. Uh, what do we got? What do we got here? Vegas, Toronto, and Oklahoma City. That is your DJ parlay for the day. We're hanging out on Facebook, Twitter. I think I posted something on Facebook yesterday. I can't remember what it was now. Um, but mostly, exclusively, it's right here in the book club. You can hang out with us. Call us out by name. Call us Main Attraction or Fuck You Max, all the all the different names that Max has. But uh, we'll holler right back. Most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what we're doing today, and when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.